right. Groovy. Yeah, that's right, baby. It's groovy. You get to hear Gina's voice first. Welcome to Daily DVR. My name is Axel. I'm here with Gina. You can check us out at DVRpodcast.com. Become a patron at patreon.com slash DVR. We're going to be talking about a host of topics today. I did want to start out the show with a couple of shout outs. I want to give a shout out to our patron, Bobby, um, who always sends nice messages when I post the pods to Patreon. And um, don't feel bad about uh, your Packers or making fun of my Jets. We're going to do better at looking at the Packers. Bobby's a Packers fan. So thank you, Bobby, for all those messages. I really appreciate them. And you were not too hard on Aaron Rodgers. We're going to talk about that, too. Um, I want to give a shout out to Kellum for the nice messages. He's always the best. Our old friend, Jeff Welsh. Thank you, Jeff. I do want to give a shout out too. I'm going to put it in the show notes. I keep forgetting to do it. And they only have about a week left, but the getting lost documentary that Ralph and Taylor are doing, they came on our show a couple of months ago. I think we were one of the first pods for them to come on and kind of talk about that. They were shooting this documentary about lost and, uh, they have nine days left their goal was at first, I think like 30,000, then it went up to 42. They've raised over $100,000 to make this movie. And it's really, they're just making it. There's no company behind them. This is an independent film. It still exists. Um, so this is awesome that they got that money because that I know as a filmmaker, that equals time. And time is such an important thing when you're... Uh, making a movie that you can, I know they're putting themselves on kind of a strict, they want to get this out. I think by next September or so, I think they set their date, uh, their lost related date. I can't remember with lost. I can't remember whether it was when the show premiered or the flight number or it, there's so many different numbers in, with that freaking show. But anyway, I want to shout them out. And if you want to donate or just spread the word about it, um, that's awesome. And uh, last but not least, I want to give a shout out to my old friend and student, Corin, who had a film premiere in North Carolina in Chapel Hill last week. I hope that went well. And I was, uh, he, I think it's called High Eight Friends, and it's about him and his friends and how they used to make movies together and then how they grew together. So I think that's, that's pretty awesome because I came up making movies with my friends on high eight too on, on the video baby all right that's my long intro gina how you doing <laughs> for a minute when you're in the middle of that i'm like oh my god do i need to be paying attention right now <laughs> because i kind of zoned out and then i was listening i'm like okay good we haven't really started yet and i'm not just sitting no here. <laughs> no you were okay you did not need to listen you can zone out oh i'm doing great how are you doing Doing good. Just taking a drink of water after talking all that time. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we got some stuff to talk about. You sent me a list. We talked about some stuff last time. It's awesome mm -hmm. to have you back again. Thank you. I'm just going to pull one of those out because okay. it's a fan favorite. Probably everybody listening is a Game of Thrones fan. And you told me you were doing a rewatch. Yes. I always am interested because you know what? I fucking love get I've rewatched the show. Like it's probably the show I've most rewatched um, mm -hmm. from beginning to end because it is. I just love it so much. How's your rewatch going? What, what do you have to report? 
You know, it's been going pretty well. And I, and I think, you know, what's so interesting and <laughs> this kind of like, I was like, oh, maybe I should mention the rewatch. I was reading some article the other day about who really overrated and underrated actors and actresses were. And they, they put down uh, Daenerys Targaryen and uh, Jon Snow as completely overrated actors. And so I thought about that since I'm in the middle of the rewatch and I kind of think they're right. (laughs) And in fact, in, in some, in some ways I'm like, Oh, you know, Daenerys wasn't that great of an actress. She just kind of sat there acting really stuck up or (laughs) enraged most of the time, which leads me back to realizing, you know, at first I was really upset with the way Game of Thrones ended her storyline because I was like, oh, she just like lost it in the end and we didn't see this coming. And watching it back, I'm like, oh, it was there all along we were just on her side because she started off in such a vulnerable position and i think we were kind of happy she was coming into her own and gaining power but it's like she was burning people alive just like her father did like she burned all those calls alive and it was partially you know I don't know. Can can you call it self defense when you burn like twenty guys in a room together just because you know you can out you know li- outlive the fire? I don't know. Um, but I've kind of had a change of heart with thinking this came out of nowhere, and it's like you know I think if we've been paying attention, it didn't come out of nowhere. Um, yeah. Anyway, that I, was I, a I gotta agree with you a hundred percent, and I can I can remember us talking about it. Um, during the airing it I, when you look back we there's all the stories about what george told them and what he right like did he reveal yeah. anything what's going to happen in the books is she i still believe that she will become an adversary though i think the story is going to extend past where we saw it kind of end you know um I, I think they're still going to have to, it's it's going to become Jon Snow versus Daenerys in the books as well in some fashion. But I can understand what people said about it being rushed and all that. But for what you're saying, I totally agree. I think it is there the whole time. And I feel like they knew that. Um, and I feel like that makes sense too, because so much of, George's stuff is like kind of vaguely an allusion to American politics, right? And, and world wars and real stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that that idea that she is like the freer of the slaves, but then actually becomes the oppressor is a very American kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So I, I, I agree. Yeah. I think it's all there. I mean, look also the thing that, that got me, is as a father if her dragons are her children she like is like the worst mom ever like she is basically like i'm scared of you i want to shut you away and then i'm going to turn you into vicious killers you know (laughs) There, there was never she never had the idea during the show hey maybe i shouldn't be queen like maybe i should just escape all this bullshit 
be free, be happy, find someone to love, right? Like have a nice life, have some friends that never occurred to her. She was always power hungry from the right. very beginning. And, the and, she, and yeah, oh, and, and I was going to say, and she, in the end, she couldn't even share power with Jon Snow, someone she loved. She still just wanted it all for her own. Yeah. Um, which was, you know, just like, oh, you're just, you're, you're a little Veruca Salt girl. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was always Jon Snow. Uh, in, in the end, it was, he was always the new, the guy who, I mean, to me, he was like the Kurt Cobain of Game of Thrones, right? He was like so morose <laughs> most of the time, right? He's like the sad <laughs> bastard. Yeah. You know? He's like Elliot Smith or something. He's like, oh, I'm Jon Snow. That, but, I think I, that's why I like the idea of a sequel where he has a bit more agency because really he kind of had, it's not until he makes certain big decisions. Like when he cuts that dude's head, um, the, uh, I can never, I can't remember. There's so many. Oh, names he was, there. The, he was the old commander of the yes. Knights of the, uh, uh, city watch or something. Yeah, and he yeah. cuts his head, right? Old he, books. Yes, mm -hmm. he takes him. That's when he's like, he really makes that change and tries to become. But then still, he doesn't really want to be. <laughs> right? Like, Well, you know? uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's true. And um, I felt like there was going to be one more thing I said about Daenerys. And I can't remember. But if it comes back to me, it does. But I was going to say, as I'm watching it, and I'm probably in the middle of the season before the last one. Oh, okay. Wow. You're pretty far in. <clears throat> well, I, I kind of like, you know, started it and, uh, you know, be like starts and stops, but um, I feel like I've been on more of a roll with it recently, but I'm kind of realizing at this point, the real heroes of this series in the end are Arya and Sansa. Like both of them, like Sansa basically saved the North and she kept telling John Stowe, who still kind of knows nothing. You are not going to be able to trust this queen. Like I'm not there yet, but you kind of like, That's I'm watching true. her to, I'm watching her development much more closely. Yeah. And, and I was like, sh she really is responsible for saving the North using her, you know, the little finger. And then, I mean, Arya is responsible for like saving the world, yeah. basically. And um, yeah, they are they are really the kind of looking back at it. It's like they're the heroes of this. I, I mean, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, but yeah. but though, I still think that. Arya was given such a deeper and better, even though, I mean, some of the faceless guy stuff dra dr was a little dragging, you know, the whole fight and all that kind of stuff where yeah. she stabbed 50 times and then miraculously is fine. <laughs> That's a, a, whatever. But they didn't really give Sansa much of anything. She goes from uh, someone who is just having horrific acts put upon her again and again to escaping and then all of a sudden she kind of finds her i never felt that they gave her the the enough they just couldn't come up with i guess enough stories and they just stuck with the little finger stuff and that became metaphoric for her awakening right 
to becoming the woman that she becomes at the end. Cause you're right. She reverses. If you're into all that history, she reverses the, the bowing of the, uh, to the King, right. And to the Targaryens mm-hmm. and she frees the North from the reign of any King. Right. And they, they're now right. self-ruling. So in the end, that's true. She is kind of the one queen, the well, one true queen, you know? And yeah. then guess what? Her fucking brother is the king. <laughs> it's like, it's very, <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, the, the Stark kids actually came yeah. out pretty well I mean, in the on. end. Yes. Um, I do want to say, though, also in defense of Sansa, like in the, I mean, in her early years, she was a whiny little girl, particularly oh, totally. season one. Um. You know, season two, I think there actually was a lot more development. Like she seemed very meek, but she was she was like surviving. And she she says to John much later when she's talking about Cersei, he goes, "It sounds like you admire her." And she goes, "I learned a lot from her." Like it wasn't probably an education she really wanted, but it was what mm. she got. And um, there I was. I've often talked about putting, <laughs> from a hands, Handmaid's Tale perspective, putting together a calendar of June Osborne's murder eye faces. Um, That's a great and, idea. And, and I have, like, I have the April Fool's one, which would be, it's actually Serena's murder eye face. Ooh. But I was looking, as I was re-watching, there's this point where Sansa, and this was long before Handmaid's Tale was on, like she's taken out to look at her father's head. She turns around and gives the murder eye look to Joffrey. Like she's about ready to push him off the. Yeah. She <laughs> the had. Thing. And I yes. was like, Oh my God. Originator of the murder eyes in, in common, you know, uh, television. <laughs> That's a good point though, because she did have her moments, you know? And yeah, you know, you started this off by talking about how maybe, um, Kit Harrington and uh, what's her name, Daenerys, Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. Oh, are, I couldn't remember. Her name. Were not yeah. the best actors at that time. Maybe they were learning. Right, they were thrust mm-hmm. into the biggish. It's not the easiest, um, world to inhabit. Right, like it's not the easiest material for someone. Yeah. Um, it's so grueling physically to actually film it. Like the actual production was so difficult, yeah. which is something that came out later. Remember when like Amelia Clark had like stro- mini strokes. Do you remember yes. her coming out oh about my that? God. And yeah, then, that and then crazy. Kit Harrington also talked about having like intense anxiety attacks and like having a lot of, like a lot of younger people on that show experience. And especially those two thrust into it. Um, I kind of feel a little bit of the same about Sophie Turner. I don't want to, you know, put her down while she's yeah. going through this high profile, weird divorce that I listened to, uh, some podcasts about, but, oh. um, she was not the best actress and I, I may, you know, and if you right. look, even Amelia Clark seems to have gone towards comedy more. It's, it looks to me, she's done some, co- she wasn't that bad she, in the Marvel she, show. Yeah. She's done some rom-coms. Yeah. Oh, she was pretty good in, um, although it was a similar to Khaleesi role in, um, oh, what was the Disney? Yeah, the Marvel show. Solo. Oh, it, Solo. It Solo. Yes. She was pretty good um, in that. You're right. That allowed yeah. her to be a little more, have a little more personality. 
Yeah, uh, I, I don't think Sophie role. Turner's really done as much, no. but she's been having some babies. Um, and I, yeah, I'm, and but she also went through a lot of scrutiny from the public as she grew into a woman where you're going to gain weight and your body is going yeah. to change. It's she, a whole different she, world. Yeah, she took a lot of stuff about her physical appearance um, as she just grew up into a human woman, uh, which was really horrible. And, and I, I don't yeah. know what to make of all this marriage stuff. Like there are some people that come out and be like the public's being gaslighted by Joe Jonas, right? It's Joe. That's her husband. Yeah, right? This is what you I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. That's what yeah. I'm hearing. And that, yeah. um, but you know, that people are picking up on it that yeah. they came out hard against her. And really what it was saying she was like partying or blah, blah. And really it was the other way around. He was on tour the whole time and she, you know, I mean, but anyway, what do you know? These fame, when these, when these famous people get into these kind con- it's that, the, the only thing you say is this sad kid, but then the kid grows up to be famous and have their own. It, it's just a cycle. It's like game of Thrones. Yeah. They don't want to put the dragons away. What's the dragons money attention, right? Like, uh, so what are you going to do? Yeah. And, um, and anyway, I know supposedly there's going to be a Jon Snow show on yes, HBO. Which at first yeah. I was like, "Ugh, do we really need this? And But, you know, the one thing I'm really hoping for out of this show is I'm hoping we have a lot of great guest appearances from other beloved people mm-hmm. from the show. Um, I'm trying to I'm think of who's still of, alive. Well, Tyrion. Uh, yes. Davos, uh, Sir Davos, um, That's true. Sansa, um, honestly, the, sh- the real show they should be making is one of Arya what called West of Westeros. Um, and I that will live and die fun. by that statement. Yeah. That would um, be f- oh, but you know, who can't come back though, is the hound, which, which to me, that was an I example know. of someone that they was such a great actor that Uh, I'm almost certain that they added so much more and put him in the show more because of the skills that he had and and how he just drew you into him. The same thing with, um, what's her name? The, the, uh, uh, the, the lady knight. Oh, Gwendolyn Christie. Uh, Brienne. Yes. I can't remember. Uh, Now I remember Brienne. Yeah. The same thing with her. I think she was such a presence and such a great act that they were just like, we need more of her in the show. And they yeah. wrote more scenes and included her in yeah. other people's journeys and it made, you know, that's, that's what happens. But yeah. like with the kids, they had to include them. And I think at some points it would have been, it wouldn't have been a bad idea to let them grow a little bit more. Like when you look back at the show, sometimes I think about it and it was like, maybe it was a little too stark focused. Yeah, maybe. Um, I would also say that of the younger actors, one of the most underrated actors was Alfie Allen, who played Theon Greyjoy. Very true. Like he was incredible. And I just think the fact that he didn't get nominated for some Emmys here and there is a crime because he was, he's probably the best actor out of the group of the young, the younger actors for sure. Yeah. You know what though? I have to say that I do think that, uh, oh man, but now it made me think of Citadel, but I was going to, I was going to say Rob was pretty good. He turned out to be pretty good, but, 
I don't know if you watched that Amazon show he was on with, no. funnily enough, Priyanka Chopra Jonas, the wife oh. of one of the other Jonases. <laughs> um, oh. Everything's about the Jonases. I um, guess so. Speaking of which, did you ever watch any of that claim to fame, that show where they guess who's fame, who you're, who, what famous person oh. you're related to? No. It was actually pretty fun. It was pretty fun to try oh. to figure out who the people were related to, but it was hosted by, I can't, the other, jo- I, I don't know. One I, of the Jonas's. One of the Jonas's. I think the oldest one, Kevin or something. And uh, then their other brother who's way younger, who's I think like five years younger than all of them. And he is just a total nerdy, geeky goofball. Uh, but he's great. He'll, he'll, he'll have a, he'll, he, he might end up having the longest career of all of them if he play because he's a very good host. Over the two seasons that he hosted this show, I think actually he's kind of the breakout of the oh, show. Interesting. And I think it, you, well, people will see it. He's a good host. He could do late night. Oh, wow. I, I, I swear by it. I think he's going to, well, I don't he, even remember his name, but he's the know, geeky Jonas. They might be looking for someone to replace Jimmy Fallon after, the, after all his yeah. bad toxic boss stuff is coming out. Well, anyway. you know, there was some news today that I think Bill Maher is going to come back with his show and drew barrymore yeah. is doing her show yeah and you know what it's like someone was got on me when i posted a line about her show coming back they're like she's able to do it and it's like actually she's not like if she has writers she's going against the strike um is what variety came out with and being an entertainment publication if I would imagine if anyone knows it's variety, if she's breaking the rules, you can't, not, so. yeah, you can't, you can't produce without writing. Right. So you can't say we're going to have this segment, this, you just wrote something. If yeah. you sit down in a room and say, Hey, first you're going to come out and do the intro drew then you're going to get behind the desk and you're going to free you've ju- you're done you've already yeah. violated the terms because you just you didn't write it down writing is not just the act of then she said it, it it's it's production right. too so it's just like bill maher is a writer he if if he spontaneously says something he's technically writing for the show live on the air yeah. Right? And, so, and I imagine, like, I don't know if he's he's part of the writer's union or or I, none know, of the articles said that I was but, trying but to it figure doesn't that out. it doesn't matter. Even if they're not part of the union, they're scabs yeah, by the production doing is. the writing. Yes. Yeah. Because the production, so, it's about the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a whole nother thing. Bill Mars, well, a, a whole there's so much. I know we both would, could go off on him for hours. Yeah. Um, uh, but. You're, the the number one thing is it's just kind of you're not the people that you say well these people need to have a like the below the line people you know which basically means ninety nine percent the people not in front of the camera uh, have to be get paid and they're not getting paid because the other people are on strike because certain groups are on strike. But on, but that's the way the world works. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you go against it, you just have to own up to it and say you're going against it. That's yeah. the issue, right? Like, yeah, you just have to say fuck it. I disagree with you. Um, yeah. 
and we're going ahead and doing this show and we're going to take this shit if it had, you know, but I mean, it's just stupid. Like it's so insular world. There's no, yeah. I just think it's, you're, you're getting, you are getting a lot of PR for it though. Um, speaking of PR and a show that has had some, maybe not the best PR, maybe it is great PR. I guess, did you just start watching the real housewives of Salt Lake city? Or are you just I, watching the new no, season? No, I've just started watching the new season. Okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. What what are what are your impressions? Because I'm I'm really liking it. I was almost out on it last season. Um, the yeah. Jen Shav at all, and it was uh, just very repetitive. A lot of yelling. Who who hit Heather? How did Heather get a black eye? I thought that was so. Jen Shaw probably hit her. Is I mean. Everyone feels that way, whether uh, Heather will say it or not. And I was watching one of the after shows with Andy Cohen and Whitney Rose was on. And, and you know, she was saying, well, you know, spoiler alert. She's saying that she and Heather are getting along great now. And that, you know, and that she said, I think, I think some of us and, and that Meredith and, um, Lisa are getting along Good. right now. I like hearing and this. She said, I think there was just a lot of pressure and a lot of something else. And Andy goes, Oh, and is that pressure gone now? Indicating that it was Jen Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as like a kind of a shit stir and things like that. So I think it's great that she's in jail where she belongs. And um I like that it's back and it seems to be starting off on a good foot and you know they brought this one girl angie back from last time who was the greek girl that hosted them somewhere where they all dress like grecian goddesses at a dinner or something and that seems interesting she she and her husband own like a salon empire what can i just (laughs) say this is why this is this is what we need from this show right like weird ass people this woman is so strange and her husband is so, and then their house is like a freaking. it looks like a mausoleum. Like, are well, they on a spaceship or something? It's ridiculous. That, that's the house they had that roaring twenties party at last year for Jen Shaw's husband's birthday or whatever. That was like oh, her new house that they moved yeah, okay. into. Okay. Okay. I remember that. That was but another- the weirdest thing about her is that they're, 11 slash 12 year old daughter still sleeps in bed that, with them. Oh my God. That was so weird. That was like game of Thrones, right? Is she still breastfeeding? <laughs> like what's going on here? Um, that the bed was huge. First of all, I was a little jealous of the bed. I looked at that bed and I well, said to him, cause yeah. we just got a new bed and I was like, and I said, I looked at my wife and said, Oh my God, that bed is huge. Look at that. that it must, looks very comfortable. It, it must've, been a California King or even a custom larger. It was bed, a custom. It was too pushed yeah, together was, with. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But that's so weird because that. Yeah. And then they all commented like, "Oh, I think Whitney was like, what happens? Like, when do they have sex? Like, what? Ha- that's, yeah, she's like, I know listen, she was really funny. Listen, my son has never. He does not sleep in the bed, and he never has, and we never did it. If he, even if he's sick or whatever, no. You do not, uh-uh, that has never happened in yeah. our house. I think, the, and did you, when they showed the pictures of Heather and Angie when they were in high school, it was crazy <laughs> diff. Oh my God, I could not. 
and they did it on the Bravo is the best. They keep on showing the pictures like again yeah. and again. Look how much plastic work these yeah. guys have had done. Look how much Botox. Look how it much it's just now Heather. I think she just had her nose thinned a bit and she, you know, I mean, she, that's her job, right? She owns yeah. like a, right. a Botox lip injection joint, right? Like a bunch yep, of them. Totally. Angie though has had her complete, her face is completely reconstructed. The eyes, oh, the nose, the chin, yeah. every, it's, con- I mean, it's just, it's, it's just interesting to see, but yeah. I really like, um, and I'm trying to find, I had my cast list here. And I wasn't get I, I wasn't I couldn't remember her name. Monica. Who's, Monica, the other new girl. Yeah. Is that her name? Yes, I have okay. high hopes for her. Yeah. And I I saw something that indicates. Well, she used to be like Jen Shaw's assistant or something. Yes. Yep. She said One she has her. all the yeah. secrets. That's what's interesting to me. And then when she came out, when she was like, I got. I got thrown out of the ex. I was excommunicated from the Mormon church. She's like, oh, why? What happened? She was like, I was fucking my brother-in-law for 18 months. <laughs> and then she told them, she told on herself. That's the sad part. Then she started yeah. crying. I was like, she felt guilty. Mm. I mean, that's what it God. does to you though. That, that organized yeah. religion is really messed up. And you know, it was funny because um, Lisa Barlow's, oldest son has decided to go on a mission for two years instead of going to college. And that really freaked Heather out. Heather's like, you know, she might be okay with this now, but I don't, I don't think she understands what might happen to him when he's gone and what he's going to be like when he comes back. And I think she's justifiably concerned. And I would love to see her have a conversation with Lisa Barlow about that. Well, Um, they, if you remember in, I think it was the first episode when we're when Lisa were first introduced to her, she's coming out of some a Sundance event. Her husband picks her up in the car, and they're driving on that oh. main drag in Park Lake. In what is it called again? Uh, Park um, City. Park City. Which <laughs> I've been to only once, but I'll never Me forget. It's so fun during uh, yeah. Sundance, and it's just snowing, and it really is really awesome. I haven't even been there during Sundance, but it's still a beautiful, yes, like little place is. to visit, especially it, in the winter. It's yeah. very like you're in winter wonderland. You really are. You really are. And you just walk up instead of walking up streets, you're like walking up these, these like um, platforms, right? To go to like different levels of how I, I thought it was kind of cool. But anyway, she says they talk about the kid going on the mission and she says to her husband, or I can't remember if it was the interviewer to her husband, but she said, he remember he said to us, I'm different than you and dad, mom, and I'm going on this mission. So my mm-hmm. thing was, having watched this show, and what is this, the fourth season of the show? I think it's the fourth um, season, right? Um, yeah, I think it is, yes. Remember, this was the same kid that had his own like fragrance line for yeah. men and he was doing all this and he was like going to make money. And remember he was always wearing like she had dressed him up in like new shoes, new. So was there some sort of, as he got older, see what I think Heather isn't picking up on is that this is already a problem in the family. Maybe. Like, or maybe she knows it. 
and she's because so many times on this show that's what the women do right like they find they act like they're concerned but they really just want to out the issues that someone else is having to put the folk the negative focus on them i think she might already know that this is a problem within their family that their son is basically judging the parents and saying, you're not real Mormons. I am a real Mormon. I'm going on a mission. You two own a liquor company. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not real Mormons. And I think that maybe that's going to become something that was edited for a reason, but I was like, why do they include those scenes like that in that progression? And what it says mm-hmm. to me is that Could this be. is, yeah, it's going to become, maybe that is like a breaking point or maybe it's a point at which, cause I would like on this show to see them get along. I have more fun watching this show yeah. when they're just yeah. having fun and being stupid. I don't yep. need to see them yell at each other and hurt each other's feelings and get so drunk. They look like they're going to pass out. I don't need that shit. That's like sad. Yeah. They're already sad yeah. enough. Look at them. You know what I mean? Like they're already like, right. please yeah. just have fun well, with your weird selves. And transitioning. That's why I, I'm digging. I'm still digging the Real Housewives of New York reboot. Yeah. And I like it. I think I like some of the people I wasn't sure about when we last spoke a little better. Now I'm still kind of like, you know, I, I realize that. Um, who are the two? Uh, Aaron and the one that was joking about stealing her husband. <laughs> What's her name? Um, I, I got, I'm trying to bring up the cast too. I, I'm, a, I'm the worst with, the, with cast um, names. I feel like I blocked out her name. Oh, oh, it's coming to me. Here we go. I'm looking at the list right now. I got it. Oh, Aaron and, uh, oh no, not gosh, not Jessel. Bryn, of course. Bryn. I realized yeah, on this trip, they fight like sisters and that's their dynamic. Like they're sisters. Like Bryn is, I think even though she's older than Aaron, seems like the bratty, precocious little sister. They do. They and want Aaron, each other's lives. Yes. yes yeah. They are. They're very, yep. um, they're, it's, it's a sister dynamic. Yeah. And once I kind of got that, I'm like, I can deal with this now. I can deal with Bryn's, you know, saying, hey, when are you going to divorce your wife and marry me? Like, now I'm like, I get that she's like the bratty little sister. So I'm like, okay, I, I feel like a little better about her. Um, yeah. No, um, I agree. I, actually, we were talking, Perry and I were talking about this when we were watching it. I was saying that because remember when we discovered last time we chatted that uh, Aaron, that Bryn is actually a few months older than Aaron. Right. And, but yeah. it's like they want each other's lives, right? Aaron wants to be that act like she even, it was so funny the way that Bryn actually said on this episode, I can't always act like I'm a 27 year old girl just getting to New York city or something like that. Right. Like yeah. how I, how we were talking about that's how she acts, right? Like I'm available, but I'm kind Oh, but you know, like I, I, I'm new to things, but she's not really. She is a sophisticated woman who's lived in this. She knows what's going on. She's on a TV show, but I think that she, in a sense, covets that life with a with a good husband, right? Who makes a lot of cash, is a nice guy. You have some kids, like Aaron has, but then on the other hand, Aaron wants to still live that 
Maybe she didn't get to sow her wild oats as much because she did marry a dude, a nice guy, right? Because her husband right. seems like just a nice guy. You never know about these people, but yeah, he seems like also, just a nice dude. Yeah. And she also kind of made it sound like she never went to college, that she kind of went and got her real estate license when she was like 19 and just kind of went to work. I'm not yeah. sure how. Yeah. That she's never had the you time know? to have fun. She's been right. serious. She's taken yeah. her life seriously. Whereas Bryn doesn't. Bryn lives for the next experience, right? And that's how she's been living. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting a. Uh, <laughs> I got a FaceTime during the during the show, baby. All right, I'm popular. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that that is the way you see it is right, and it does make it more palatable that when they can fight they can then kind of shake it off right move on to the next thing um but my question for you is have you soured at all on miss jenna lyons or are you still a huge fan no i'm i'm still a fan okay. i i and i feel like i'm a fan because i I know she's done other shows and you say she's kind she kind of seems different on this one, but I do think when you're in a, your people are seeing the professional side of your life, like you kind of wear some armor and whatever. And I think she's really being forced to just kind of show her herself. And I, I think, I still think she's fine. And I think understanding her upbringing and, you know, I think she said it on the most recent thing. She's just like, we were not a house that had affection. Like my mom wanted quiet. Yeah. I went to my room yep. and oh, I don't man. know how to open up and share. And I was like, this is where, like, this is the, you know, this is the nugget of where this stuff comes from. Mm -hmm. She like, she's learned certain behaviors of what's, socially acceptable yep. and this is something that's very um it's so interesting because it's it, people who have uh neurodiverse disorders or autism spectrum disorder um they have to kind of learn by example um which it doesn't seem like her yeah. mother ever modeling. did because it seems like the yeah. modeling yes exactly and it seems like while jenna may or may not be on the spectrum herself that's how she had to she had to model and that's she had to point, learn this way because her she wasn't yeah. getting it from parents right she had to kind of pick up on cues from school and uh, and things like that and a lot of times what she says is she's like have you seen these women in bathing suits like you know she she realizes she's different and she looks at them i think she loves and admires all of them and thinks they're gorgeous. Oh, yeah. but, she was um, having a good old time on that beach when she's like, a, you should all take your tops off. And yeah. I was like, Jenna, you are a woman after my own heart. Well, and Bryn was <laughs> This like, is all the things a man would want to say, but a lesbian can totally get away were, with. When they were talking about her breakup, Bryn's like, do you want to see my boobs? Like to cheer her up. And, and Jenna's like, yes, I do. Yeah. Yes. Make. Yes. Always <laughs> a yes. Great. Like, and, and so I, I feel for her, I think I kind of love the way that a lot of these women just have, are, have broken parts to them. Maybe not Aaron and Jessel so much, but you know, the rest of them, like a couple, you know, Bryn, horrible childhood 
happenings. And uh, Sai, the same thing. I'm liking Sai a lot more as well. I think it just takes you time to warm up to some of them. But, um, you know, a lot of these ladies have like kind of been through stuff and they're not all just drinking their woes away, which I felt like is where we had gotten with the last cast, particularly some of the older cast Mm -hmm. members. Yeah. Well, that was, you, you had some great stuff there. I, I agree with everything you said. And I think that's something when, um, when Jenna was talking about having to have a quiet house because her mom couldn't take the loud noises and, you know, and couldn't take the cacophony of children mm-hmm. that, and then to see the way exact i had the same exact thought that she okay now i get it she is i think a lot of what i said i i having considered your point of view i think i was not being as empathetic but i was correct in stating that in in the feeling and she gives off that she is fake it's just like when when brin's saying of like you keep on giving and sigh you keep on giving us stuff but that it's your from your company or whatever, but she doesn't see it that way. So I do right. think it is an act of it, it. She can come off very fake like that. But yeah, the conversation with her brother and the explanation, definitely I'll say this. I said I had seen her on a couple of other reality shows. This mm-hmm. is this is actually now it'll probably end up with everybody fighting in a couple seasons and it, cause it's a real yeah. housewife show, but sometimes the light can peek through and they can actually like kind of accomplish emotionally something with the character development as these people, as they are real characters on a show. But I, I kind of feel like I have a, be- a better understanding of her. I still think though that she does need to break through that right like it's true she may be on the spectrum herself and there may be limitations to how far she can break through but i do think that the other women who are pushing her if they do it with a little bit less defensiveness as they always do get angry at someone because they're Mm -hmm. not sharing instead of being empathetic and saying hey how can we get to you Maybe she will open up in some different way. Yeah. And, and and you're right. The stuff about the constant talking about how she looks, I can understand. I mean, that's the industry she was in. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it would be not. But there is a part of me sitting there. And my wife said this, too, which is like, just be pr- you're Jenna fucking Lyons. Like. Yeah, she can own it. Like she could go out there with her, you know, patchwork of skin. Yeah. And it could, it would be a huge statement for anyone else that suffers from that, anyone with vitiligo. Not everyone can play that role. I understand that. But maybe she'll get there. You know, you you never know. And I think, you know, professionally, it's kind of like, you know, Temple Grandin, she's like professionally in her zone. Like she's done amazing things but is you know deeply on the spectrum and socially might be you know still very challenged and awkward and everything and i think that's like with jenna lyon like professionally she knows where she fits it's you know it's more of a contained thing but from a personal and social perspective maybe not so much maybe that's why it took her so long to figure out she was you know 
bisexual and or gay. You know, exactly. she said, for the right guy, I'd, yeah. you know. Great so, um, yep. yeah, it's it's very interesting, but I'm enjoying that show and that new cast. So, the, yeah, I yeah. agree, except the where, where I'll end it is I still don't get Jessel. Like, I need to something, <sighs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm finding each episode that I kind of am a little bit more interested in each of these women. Like you said about Erin. You're like, she has, she's like the, she's like the, um, the do gooder, right? The overdoer, the has to do it right. The has to be successful and have a good image. Kind of, but I just read that she gave to Trump. So I'm kind of like, oh, she's one of those. (laughs) Well, but you know what? You never, you never know in New York. People give to both, you know, there's a lot of people who give to both sides, but still that says something about her. Trust me. I I agree with you. Um, But Jessel, I don't really kind of get. And sometimes it does seem to me like she's on a different show and I don't, I mean, maybe she'll, I love her husband. I think her husband is a really fun dude. (laughs) I kind of want to hang out with him. If there was one person on, on the, actually on this whole show that I'd hang out with, it would probably be her husband. I think he, he seems like a nerdy fun dude. Yeah. He seems cool. Uh, yeah. For sure. And, but she is still kind of very hard to take. Mm-hmm. Like when yeah. they had their kind, when they were sitting at the table and they had their like, let's talk about ourselves. And she was like, my uncle was <laughs> like what she was. What, nobody even knew what she was talking about. It was, uh, it was a bit much. Um, yeah, guess, she's, she's like, you know, she wants to rub elbows with Tom Cruise. I guess yeah. that's what we can expect yeah, from her. So. Exactly. Um, Hey, so I wanted to ask you about another reality show. I don't know if you've watched it or not. Did you ever watch mm-hmm. Shaws of Sunset? Yes, I did. Because it's, <laughs> it started. Wait, when... don't spoil me. I'm only on season oh. four. I was just going to okay. say it's, uh, it, it started airing when, I first started dating Kayvon and okay. he's Persian. So it's like, Ooh, maybe I'll learn something. Okay. Not really. They're all very shallow. Oh yes. There, there, there are certain types of Persians that are like super pretentious and shallow and they picky, play that. And, up. and it's pretty much this group of people. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. Is, is that type of Persian. So um, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting, but all yes, right. I did watch that when it was on. Okay, so I'll wait. When when I'm finished with it, we'll talk about it. Okay, we'll have a pod okay. because I uh, because anything I do, I'm so wary of spoilers. I was even wary of mentioning it on the show because I was like, I don't want anyone because I'm I'm really enjoying just running through the whole entire series, and um, I've been I've been starting to try to do a little exercising lately. Actually, ride a little ride a little exercise bike. I can't bicycle as much. In our new neighborhood, there's so many hills that it would just, they're not little hills either. It would freaking kill me. Uh-huh. Um, so I've been, so we got a little exercise bike and I like to ride on that. And I find that that is the number one thing that takes my attention. Like I, I'm, all of a sudden I look down and I've been going for like a mile and a half or, you know, like, yeah. so it, it's a, f- I really enjoy that show, but we'll get into it later. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm happy that, that you've we'll see if I that. can even re- like remember a lot of the stuff that happened. Cause they do have some cast changeovers yes, over the they years do. and they do. And there are certain drama. <laughs> 
I'm just laughing. You're going to, I don't remember how many seasons there were total. Were there eight? I think I'm about halfway through. Yeah. I think there were eight. So um, I think I'm at season five or six, actually. Yeah. Um, five or six. See. Oh, I guess there's, there were nine seasons. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm you're about halfway through. Yeah, it's okay. good. It's very fun. And they're definitely a lot of crazy characters yeah. in the show, um, which which uh, actually I wanted to ask, too. I know you watch the Housewives show, but do you watch like Southern Charm? No. Winter House, no, Summer I, I, House? None no, of that? no okay. I'm not into that, but I am into the below decks. Okay. Yes. Um, well, you'll. That's this, a little different. Yeah. This might suck you in, Gina. Okay. Because the new season of, wait, it's, this is Winter House because they, yeah, it's going to be Winter House. The new season of Winter House, they, they started off where Winter House was basically the Summer House cast, which is a Bravo show that where they go to the Hamptons, right? That's in like it's sixth season or something. Mm-hmm. Would just have like they go on a winter getaway because it's based on them renting a house together. Mm-hmm. And then they started adding here and there, someone from another Bravo show would mm-hmm. show up because they met at like BravoCon or, you know, Bravo puts all these people together. Mm-hmm. Well, now they are going fucking nuts on this show. And not only is it, it's people from, it's people from Vanderpump Rules, Family Karma, Summer House Martha's Vineyard, and below deck, Katie, Alex, and Malia. Now, Alex was the really handsome guy who was on the last season of, um, with the long, uh, long flowing hair. I don't know. Okay. Do you remember? Yeah, him? he was in he was it was he into Maddie? He was on oh, sailing no. yacht. Yeah. And then he never hooked up oh, with he, her. He cut his hair and is far less attractive now. Oh, oh, he cut all his hair? Oh no. That hair was awesome, yeah. man. I, I oh, think so. Are we sure he was the one with the long hair? Yeah. A- his Alex Popson. Propson. Oh no, I'm Alex looking at Propson. Alex Radcliffe. Okay, so um, look up Alex Propson. Okay. <clears throat> And you'll you'll see who I'm talking about immediately. And yes, you'll be this like, guy. Okay, yeah, yep. he's 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 good. Yeah, Katie below deck, Katie Flood. Katie Flood. Yep. How come I don't remember who she really was? She has not she been must- on the show. Yeah, I don't really. Re- oh wait, she was the one who came. She showed up <laughs> at the end of a season of Below Deck Mediterranean. Oh, she took over for um, Hannah. I uh, may, maybe when Hannah got kicked off. Maybe oh. she did, but she wasn't on it very long. But she has a history with Tom from Vanderpump Rules. Oh boy! So they're bringing her <laughs> on the show, and of course, and then the big one is Malia. Malia White. Ugh. Remember, that's who we were talking yeah, about last time. She's the one that got Hannah kicked yep, off, yep. and she's always like doing some dude and, and, and she has little and beef with captain and, sandy yeah yeah oh because yeah i i stopped watching that season when i because i was behind on med and i stopped watching that season because i had was doing some like you know googling and i was like what 
Hannah gets kicked <laughs> off. Malia, <laughs> Captain Sandy's doing her dirty. Ah. And so yeah, I didn't finish yeah. watching that season. And then I started. Oh, like, you got it. Because yeah, yeah. I, did, I didn't want to see Hannah go down because I thought she was great. Well, I thought I read about some of the drug issues and I was like, dude, it's pot for her anxiety. It was so stupid. Like, yes. Yeah. So stupid. so stupid. And she uh, handled it that way too, by the way, if I remember correctly, Hannah was she, like, are you serious? And oh, she very yeah. respectfully just left the boat. Um, yeah. But yeah, but I think Malia though, there's one, she is super smoking and I think that she's going to be very a, cute. Yeah. She's yeah. going to be a big hit. With all, and I think my prediction is that this dude Corey is going to hook up with her because that's his type. But mm-hmm. this show has become so fun there, and Tom Schwartz is coming. And my favorite, do you watch Family Karma? No, I haven't watched that. You um, need to. You will that. love it. Oh. <laughs> it is. It's actually probably the most fun bravo show they do the least amount of fighting they have their fights here and there but they do the least amount of fighting it is just kind of like a group of they're actually friends they actually found a group of people who were friends and it's a world in florida that you would not think exists it's just a really interesting i really love that show but this dude brian benny who is probably one of the most fun people from that show is going to come on winter house too. So anyway, if you're a reality <laughs> fan, I, I think you should check it out. It's going to be very maybe. fun. Maybe we'll there's going to be we'll crazy see. hookups, drama, all that beautiful stuff. <laughs> oh, I like, I like my cast to be more, you know, I do like repeat cast members. Um, but yeah, I don't know if, if I like any of those below deck people enough to, to go watch it. Well, Captain Sandy's also going to make an appearance. I heard, well, she'll, I well, mean, that doesn't know. surprise me. She'll do anything. She, <laughs> she oh, will. Boy. I see her everywhere. She taking full advantage of her Bravo celebrity oh, no. status. Good for her. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Why not? Um, well, let's see. You had some, Oh, Hey, I wanted to ask you about this show. Maybe we can, we're hitting about the hour mark, but actually one of a, one of the friends, uh, a friend of the show, Skyler, who was also a, um, a big lost fan back in the day is a writing assistant on Virgin river on Netflix. Oh, really? And, um, she just recently posted, I think she just made the credits and I um. watched about three or four episodes of this show but you you said that you're watching the new season and i've always thought about kind of going back and watching <laughs> this show but what 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 are your thoughts on it so i feel like when it started it was during the pandemic and there was something very charming and hallmarky like a warm hug yeah that's how it. i felt i remember i was watching it and i was like yeah and the, and the woman who is the star of it just has a very friend. She's very beautiful. She just has kind of a friendly face. Like it's good looking people. Cute. And the guy, the bartender guy is, is a hobby too. Yeah. Yeah. He's totally, yeah. He's a preacher. I think they call him. Is that what they call him? Okay. Anyway. So Kayvon and I both watched the show before we started watching. I don't know. I don't think we made it through two episodes. He goes, I don't think I can watch this anymore. <laughs> and 
And I have to agree, you know, and part of it is because this is, I think, the fifth season. And gosh darn it, if someone was, you know, has been like pregnant for like three to four seasons now. And so it's just kind of like, um, I don't know. I feel like it might have, it, it might be. It's not progressing. It, it's not going fast enough. And now I don't want to give too many spoilers. Now there, there's another pregnancy and it's like, you know, I think. So you're telling I, uh, me I shouldn't watch this. I should. Is it a nice put it on in the background? Cause it seems like a net, a very Netflix show where it's that it's, algorithm it's, thing. It's like, yeah, it's an algorithm Netflix show for sure. But I think it's, I think the appeal of it's waning, at least for me uh, and Kayvon. Um, not to bum the girl who finally got the writers. No, I mean, I'm sure you, that's, out. you gotta, you can't, you, you gotta work. You right? know? <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, but I was just kind of like, it's kind of like, um, for me. And I, I, I also watched the love is, and I'm wondering, I'm like, Oh, is this like, you know, is this what's to come with the strike and everything? Because it does seem like a couple, a few Netflix things are kind of going the way of wah, wah. Um, Virgin River. I watched the Love Is Blind season four reunion. Oh god! Oh, like the three episodes. <laughs> it's like three or four episodes, right? I think it's three episodes. Yeah, but I feel like they were maybe a half hour oh, each of that. I know this. I, I watched this with Perry too, and I couldn't. It yeah. was. It was. Ter- I, I thought was it was like, terrible. I was like, okay, so there's really like no nothing. We didn't really need this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's the same weird thanks. ass couples. Um, okay, I cannot. Yeah. I, I'm I'm sorry, but I cannot. I have the list up here because I always forget everybody's name. But I I just cannot with Kwame and Chelsea. They're so weird. I don't understand. Uh, you know, I I just it's just very strange to me. I always think that something's going on with that dude. Like it seemed to me the whole time that she was way into it and he's kind of like, you know, I'll see what happened. They just play everything up. I, and, and to find out this is what shocked me actually shocked me, Gina about Mm -hmm. his blinds. They recorded an entire storyline with Josh and that other girl, <clears throat> right? And then didn't include it in the show when the drama between Jackie and Marshall was the most dramatic, interesting thing that happened the entire season. It would have been, I would have really loved to have been following the Josh thing and. Oh. Yeah, Jackie at the same time and then seeing them sneak out, which is what they actually were doing. And we didn't know that we didn't know why he was there. It was very odd to me. They um, it is kind of interesting. There were actually two other couples that ended up getting engaged, too. But I think that didn't end up working out. But they only picked the five that we got to see. I think and. <clears throat> and that makes me feel like some people are really just getting engaged because they really want to hope they make it to that, oh, you know, vacation and whatever. Um, because it seems 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, that was kind of lame. I'm glad Marshall has found like a good, you know, a lady that's going to be a doctor that he's oh my really God. crazy about. Wait like, a second. He, 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 he came out of this great. Yeah, I, I talk, about a re- talk about a rebound. This guy went from Jackie, who yeah. is gorgeous, I'm not going to lie, but right. the worst personality in the history of the yes. world, the most combative, <laughs> angry hateful person who just really wanted to tear his ass down any chance she got to an equally gorgeous and super nerdy intelligent like he is uh, he he found the right woman he was he would never he when they spoke to each other they were speaking different languages you know you could tell that they came from different worlds and that they dealt with the world and saw the world in a very different way. And Jackie is seems to be very, maybe rightfully so, we don't know her past, hurt a hurt, angry person. But it would have been more interesting to see the Josh storyline. And it and you know, this is the same people that make married at first sight. And married at first sight is trashy as hell. So mm-hmm. It's like they're purposefully not going like Netflix doesn't want to go the kind of maybe super trashy way they do it with the selling OC and selling Mm -hmm. uh, sunset, but they don't want to do it with these reality shows because it's like they avoid drama. I don't, I just, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Well, I I also think like they had a certain budget, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's a good thing. They probably, if they had the, like, if, um, (laughs) if House Brothers, third brother, (laughs) what's his name? Um, Bliss and, oh, God. He looks like a property brothers. Um, if Bliss, if he hadn't broken up with Irina and gone after Bliss, we might have ended up seeing this whole Jackie Josh thing. But I think they would rather chase, what everyone knew what he that he made a huge mistake and rather chase that one than oh, you know a Jackie Josh I thing. Yeah. I think there's yeah. you know there's probably you're, some budget considerations, things like that. But um Yeah, that's anyway. a good point. That's a good I guess you gotta choose. But um yeah. I, I don't know. I've been I agree with you. I've been disappointed. Um now there's a new season of Love It is Blind coming out, I think in two weeks. I think it's like October sixth yeah. or something. Yeah. So we'll see, but I hope it's freaking interesting. I mean, you, you just have to give us something here, people. I understand now let me ask you, do you do you watch the show hoping that everyone's happy and falls in love? Or do you watch the show wanting to see some shit go down, a little bit of drama? Um, <laughs> oh, such a good question. I, I, I mean, I'm more in it just for the psychological experiment of it all. And I really like complaining and yelling at the TV when go. they choose poorly. Yes. So I like, like, and there were a couple times, you know, property brother, when he picked arena, I was like, Oh, you screwed up buddy. And I also think the guy who picked Michaela also screwed up. Um, I think he should have picked, there was another oh, girl Paul that, and Paul you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Paul, I think he picked incorrectly. 
Um, he was a strange dude, and his mom was equally. By the way, the way his mom seemed to like Micah more than him was very weird. Oh, very weird, know. and it says a lot about him because I don't think he has a very maybe loving that's and why he. Well, mom. and I thought it was weird how. She looked so much like ended up looking so yeah. much like his mom, which Very he strange. didn't know when he picked her. Uh-huh. But I think it, when he realized that, and he was like, "I can't see her being motherly." It's like, well, maybe he didn't <sighs> yeah. think his mom was that motherly <laughs> exactly. to him. And there's definitely a psychological association happening that, there. But, that's um, the stuff, yeah. Gina. Like you're saying, mm-hmm. that's yes, the, it's the, like, the experiment. experiment. Yep. Yeah, that's what I like too, and that. That is a great example. Here's a guy, good looking dude. He's got the Noah Santiago or whatever, the big, fr- the like the perm in front that all the guys like these days. That's the hairstyle. Um, you know, I'm talking about that guy who was on a, a lot of Netflix shows or something. Um, the kids know who I'm talking about. He was going to be He-Man, but I guess he never played him. But oh. he had he had like everything going for him, but you're exactly right. It's like he 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 fell right into the trap of of choosing his mom, and then he remembered. Wait, I don't really even like my mom. <laughs> like, what am I doing? Yeah. And then he and then all that stuff came. And he's like, you couldn't be a good. Which I felt was kind of that's Harsh. that is yeah. That's not even even though she was not the nicest person and her friend was horrible. That's not really a thing you should say to a woman. I don't think you'd be a good mom or like you just don't say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if that's what you thought you he shouldn't have went there, which made me think maybe he wasn't so nice, you know, because she kind of said that about Mm -hmm. him, that she felt he was kind of, maybe he was kind of fake or something, but they seem to, they can't stop fucking is probably the thing that's happening here because they keep on getting back. Like, right. Like they're like, what's really happening. It's like, you know, what's really happening. You keep on fucking each other and you shouldn't be together. <laughs> Wake up. Yeah. Not much to figure yeah. out. Yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of funny. I didn't really think that he was fake. I thought if anything, he was going to have a harder time with her. Cause she seemed kind of fake. She did. Like, I mean, but you know, they were an odd couple they, and uh, they tried to cover <laughs> over how, um, like you educated me that Jessel moved to New York just to be on the show. Well, it was mm-hmm. obvious that she moved to where, where the fuck were they? Seattle, Seattle just to be on. And she kept on, I'm, oh, well, I'm, I'm full time in Arizona or I'm go. No, you lived in Arizona and you came to shoot <laughs> the show in Seattle. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and so they tried to keep on sometimes on a reality show. When they fuck up like that, they just, the editors are there. Like, we have to correct this. Like, I could imagine being in the editing room and being like, mm-hmm. God, we did it already. Okay. Yeah. You don't yeah. need to, every time you bring it up, you're reminding the audience that she came there to shoot the show, but they keep doing it. But yeah. yeah. And Irina yeah. was so fake when she came up and she's like, I'm so sorry. He's like, no, you're a, you're a sociopath. You're just moving Yeah. On. Oh gosh. Wow. She was crazy. Um, um, all right. Yeah. Well, wow. 
Gina, what a um, fun pod. I know. You know, there's one more show okay, or rather an I'll actor go. I want to bring up. What's that? And this was also a Netflix and I was kind of like, oh, this, um, they did a show called Painkiller and it's about the Oxycontin yes. Sackler family, right. which it's nowhere near as good as Dope Sick was, uh, which was on. That's what Hulu I was wondering. It's like the same story, isn't it? That was it with is, Michael Keaton. Yes. That one is far superior, but, um, I appreciate anything that shows how horrible these scumbags are and the people that what supported them like Rudy Giuliani, oh, yeah. um, who was one of their lawyers. Shocker. Oh, what a I shock. Know. What a shock. However, the thing I want <laughs> to bring up about this is Matthew Broderick plays uh, Richard Sackler in Painkiller. And he's so fucking weird. Like it's he plays him so weird. It's it's almost it's so it's cringy. And in some ways, you're like, oh, this is so bad. But I I and I can't believe I'm watching Matthew Broderick do this. It's almost worth watching it just for Matthew Broderick, um, because he's so weird. And Ooh, I'm gonna ha I'll also have to check a little bit of it out then. We we recent we also recently watched a movie called No Hard Feelings and it's with Jennifer Lawrence and she's like hired to kind of bring this teenage kid out of his shell. Yeah. Um this is her and, sex comedy. Uh kind of. Doesn't and, she have uh, a nude fight scene in it? That's what that's that they, they really yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah. Oh, I almost forgot about that. But um she, uh, Matthew Broderick plays the kid kid's father and i was just you know it's just like so as you know i watched ferris bueller when i was like i don't know 13 or 14 i think i was that old maybe 14 when it came out and you know we have this idea that they're kind of our age and we stay this way forever and so i think watching matthew broderick in these like dad roles and richard sackler roles it's really I don't know. It's kind of shaking up my world. <laughs> yeah. We you get know, old. We get old. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker, who is his wife. We've watched her progress over time from yeah. that cute little girl that was in Footloose dancing her heart out. Not Footloose. Well, yeah, she was in Footloose and she was in this other one called Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Yeah. You know, dancing her heart out when she's young into like the sex in the city and and just like that movies. Like we've seen her age over time. And I feel like with him, like he didn't do anything for a lot of years. And now he's back. And I'm just like, this really just is shaking me up. Like I'm like, we're really this old now? I don't know. <laughs> no, he, he is great though. You know, he does it. I'm looking at oh, his yeah. IMDB now. He's actually done a bunch of stuff. He just had does weird stuff. He'll do like, he'll show up on a TV. I didn't realize he was in four episodes of Better Things. He, um, he, he's done, he's done a lot of weird little, he was on the Connors for four episodes. He did some BoJack yeah. Horseman Adventure it's Time. Like, it's just like stuff I haven't seen. Yeah. Oh, I guess he's going to show up in. I'm way behind on Only Murders in the Building, but yeah. it looks like he's going to do an episode yeah, of that. He show, yeah, he shows um, up in that. He's he's good. Well, I remember yeah. that. What was the? Uh, I guess the thing. What was it? Election. 
that wasn't he an oh, election? Yeah. Yes, he was. That was kind of when he and then he did Inspector Gadget. Um I remember that. Uh yeah, he kind of left and comes back, you but know, he's like a New York fixture, you know? I, I'd heard a rumor they were going to do a sequel to election. Why interesting. Did I hear that, rumor that would be interesting. Years later um, and she's like running for president or something. That that would be crazy. That would um, be kind of fun. Okay. Reese Witherspoon, I'm sure, would do it. She <laughs> yes, could still she, do that. It says she's to return in the sequel. Wow. It's called, um, this was, of course, all pre-strike. I don't know if we'll see him in it. Is Alexander so. Payne doing it? Uh, let me Does see it say? here. That would be cool. I mean, I, I, he'd have to. That was like... Um. Yes, he is returning for the follow-up. Nice. It's supposed to debut on Paramount Streaming Service. Really? Okay. Yes. All right. So it actually uh, had a streamer. It actually had distrib. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Let's. I don't oh. see it listed on IMD to the B, but we'll see. That's that's well, not exactly. Well, you know, then we have a strike oh, wait, upcoming. Happen. Yeah, I have a. Ver- I'm looking reading a Variety article now. Let's. Um, okay. The follow-up story, even more piercing than its predecessor. Oh, sure. Awesome. Um, yeah. It doesn't me- mention anything about Matthew Broderick, though, but I would think they would maybe find a way to squeeze him back in somehow. Um, Interesting. Just because, yeah. yeah. He's a classic. Oh. Yeah, they all, they, oh, yeah. they all get old, you know? I, I was reading some article about Sean Penn. And they had it. He's 63. God. Okay. It's funny you bring him up because as we were on this and I was searching around for things as we were talking in like, you know, one of the little windows on my computer, there's this guy with like a bunch of fuzzy hair on top of his head. And I moved it and it's like, oh, this is like Sean Penn looking like a deranged (laughs) Albert Einstein, you know, with no facial hair. I'm like, okay. All right, this is where we're Yeah, the article with him was, that was, I I don't remember what it was, Variety or Hollywood Reporter or something, which I think is owned by the same, what's his name, Jay Penske. I think it's like the same person anyway. But he was on there, and I was just kind of reading the article. I'm like, damn, Sean Penn, man. I can remember back in the day, just the angry young man, you know, like him and Kevin Dillon, you know, Mm, back uh when we were kids and such. Those were the days. Now I guess I don't know who's the who's the angry young man today. I don't know. I Is can there tell one? you who it's not. It's not that Timothy Chalamet guy. <laughs> My God. Talk about overrated actors. Timmy, Jesus, now he's dating Timmy a Shyamalan. Jenner, and it's just yeah. Well, he was good in Dune. Um, I thought he was pretty good in Dune. Um, what did I see I kinda, him that I liked him in? I can't remember. Uh, I don't know. I, don't I just think he's a little too delicate and precious. Yeah, yeah. And, um, that, I, that, and I don't understand the appeal from well, a acting standpoint or a. I don't know. I feel like he was one standpoint. He, he was like the next big, like they were pushing him. I don't really think he became the next. But I, I think there's a, or maybe I don't know, because I think he's kind of Insta famous and stuff too. You know what I'm saying? So it's a different category of star maybe than we are familiar with. You know, I think part of the Kardashian thing and that is that that's part of his, that's how I guess you have to keep up instead of actually 
you know, acting in good movies, you, you know, like back in the day, Hey, Brangelina or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like Mrs. Smith was not a good movie, but <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> what Brangelina. he's doing? You know what it looks like he's doing that might be somewhat interesting is he is going to play a young Willy Wonka. And I feel like I saw the trailer to that when I saw Barbie. That would be good. But I I didn't like him in Little Women, although I have issues with that movie anyway, because I just don't think it was as good as the Winona Ryder. Sorry, Greta. But um I loved Barbie, so it's okay. Well, it was um, Call Me By Your Name that got him the big stardom, right? Which was, <clears throat> I thought, and the scenes with um, Steve Carell, remember when he was Uh-oh. like his dad and he was gay yeah. too? And he kind of, that, I mean, that movie was great. But yeah, I haven't seen him in too much stuff. I, I didn't see, he does take some chances. He was in that cannibal love story with uh, that that um i think it was the same guy who did call me by your name directed so i don't know hey you take some chance but he also he does a lot of fashion st- he it's yeah. a, it's a lot of extra stuff you know yeah he's one of the peacocks as i think they <laughs> per mm. project runway yes. men are peacocking on the runway yeah. and that's Ooh, i've been watching that season t- i didn't watch the yes. final episode yet oh. i don't know who won but i've enjoyed this season of project run it's yes. the first one we watched in years i think the finale was really cl- i think they all did great and it was okay. really close and right before they announced it i said i think it's gonna be blank. and they said <laughs> you are the winner of project runway right. and so i felt like wow i you know i was just kind of like if i have have to look at all three and what they've done over the season, blah, blah, blah. But it was good. They, you know, yeah. I think it's, it was a pretty exciting um, season. Yeah, it was fun. And one. Christian is great. He's awesome. He really is. Um, yeah. He's something he, else. He does a great job. Except so. I'm not so sure about the whole octopus tattoo that goes from one arm to the other arm. or what, I don't know. It's just, I, 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 I would have liked him sans tattoos, but. That's just being critical, but it is a fashion show. So I'll say, I I don't know. It's not, I don't know if he needed to go the whole big tattoo route. It's like the Ben Affleck um, back tattoo, (laughs) 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 which I don't even know if that was ever real. I have no idea, but I've seen pictures of it and it was not good work. I, I find it very hard to believe a person with that much money would get a tattoo that big that looks so bad. You know, like it wasn't even yeah. good line work. Like it just looked bad. But hmm, those were the days. Um, all right. We have descended into talk of Ben Affleck's back tattoo. It's time to get going. Gina, this was super fun. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. I just texted you this morning and said, hey, jump. Let's let's chat. This was Yeah. Awesome. And I was like, oh, I have a call at 11. Uh, that should be great. And then my 11 o'clock got canceled. So I was like, oh, I have, you know, full hour to do more work and then talk to Axel. So, All right. yeah. Yes. Well, this was super fun. Thank you, Gina. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Check us out at DVRpodcast.com. Send us an email at dvrpodcast at gmail.com. We'll talk to you later. Peace out.